There we go. Yo! Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is Tuesday. It going up on a Tuesday. Yeah, we up on a Tuesday, baby. Welcome, welcome back to another edition. Um, Yeah, uh, where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find your podcast needs is you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, you can find the latest updates of the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast. Also on Twitter at Nice Town. Her fitness. Her fitness. Okay, so past couple weeks. Um, no, what past couple weeks? I'm dang, oh, it's only been a week since I did that, did an episode. All right. So um hopefully we don't have any technical difficulties <laughs> today. That'll be great. Um you know, it's just the way things roll, yeah. Just sometimes, you know, we go especially when we have a three year anniversary show. Why not? You know? What the hell? Sorry, y'all. That was uh if that was loud in your ears, in your eardrums, I'm so sorry. Um, were you there for the three year anniversary of the podcast? I cannot believe I've been doing a podcast for three years, first of all. First and foremost. I'm still dumbfounded by most of the shit that I can find. Um, just, just chilling, you know, I, I mean, like everything becomes a podcast subject. Like I'm just look at everything as like every, everything in, in my life right now, you know, for the past three years, not just, you know, looking for podcast subjects, but even going out and about in the world, in the real world and talking to people as if I'm on the podcast is like when I'm telling a story. It's a podcast thing, you know, and I'm sitting here and like, I'm telling people a story and letting them know, hey, this is, you know, this is, this is how the story goes. And I'm doing my pauses, like I'm giving you guys all, like, it's crazy how like this became part of my lexicon. This became part of my, it's pretty much everything. And I listen to other podcasts and get things out of those and be like, all right, let me, I know what I'm going to do with mine now. I know how I'm going to, you know, try to structure it. I mean, it's not really too much fucking structure, as you know, but I've also been told a few things too. You know, it's a, it's a little podcast or it's, um, it's a, it's a failure or, you know, you don't get enough of this, you don't get it. Yo, I don't think people understand. I've been doing this for three years. I don't have the most biggest fan base, but I have the coolest fan base. I don't give a fuck. My fan base is cooler than everybody motherfucking else's. So if you want to jump ship and join on this motherfucking ride, you Kidding, baby? Just ride! No, but, um... Yeah, man. And I just want people to understand something. This shit's gonna pop. I That's my belief. That will always be my belief. I don't give a fuck what anybody tells me. This podcast is going to pop. And when it does, if you're not on the train, welcome on to the new train, baby. Welcome on to the train. That's how I feel about it. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, man, you didn't believe me at first. Nah, fuck that noise. Ain't about that. For real. For, at some points, it's almost like a therapy session. I know I've said this a few times, but I'm ta- I am might seem like I'm talking in, into the ether, but like I'm getting out problems and problem solving in my mind with the podcast. I feel like that's the best way to do this. You know, I think this is the best way I can go about it. And it's awesome. I, I, I really do enjoy you know, when people come up to me and be like, yo, man, you know, I learned a little bit of something, man. I, I, this this thing is cool, man. I mean, I, I, I enjoy myself. I enjoy everything about, you know, having people around that, you know, listen and like to listen and like to learn or like to even just be entertained or just turn your brains off for a couple 
couple minutes. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just, it, you know, and that's what I enjoy about doing this. And what I also enjoy is, you know, giving advice to people that probably don't need it. <laughs> Yo, I don't know how many times, like, it's just been seen like this isn't a, you, you, this isn't popular or anything like that, man. Motherfucker, listen. Anything that you do in life, you're gonna start from ground zero. I, dang, oh, man, I, 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 it's sad that that became like a fucking like negative thing to say. Well, it's a negative thing to say, but you know, negative, negative thing to say. But you start at rock bottom. No matter what, everybody starts at the bottom. You learn, you adapt. You either adapt or die. Brad Pitt said that. You adapt or die, baby. But y'all have to understand that everything that you do in life, you got to start somewhere. You're going to start off bad, especially when you're not used to doing it, especially when you're not fucking um, experienced at it or anything like that. You're going, you're not going to start off well. It, not everyone comes out of the womb knowing what the fuck to do right then and there. And some people are going to downgrade you. Some people are going to sit here and degrade you and say, well, man, you're bad at this. Oh, man, you're this. Motherfucker, I'm just starting. And they're still going to say shit to you. It doesn't matter if you're just starting. If you're a 10-year vet, you're a 25-year vet, you're a 50-year vet. No matter what, somebody's going to come to you and be negative as fuck. Because they're haters. No, they're not haters. They're more appreciative of you than you think. They're, make them motivators. Make them be stupid in their own way. They're stuck on stupid. That's cool. You're going to fly like a motherfucking... You're, going, you're in a cocoon right now. You were a caterpillar. And now you get into the cocoon. I don't mean to say coon. But y'all know what I mean. Fuck off. So you go into your little cocoon. And then you come out like a butterfly. I'm like, like oh, how, how did... um. How did, uh, oh, fuck, man. Walk, Mark, Mark Wahlberg on, uh, the other guys. You'll fly like a peacock, even though it's a flightless bird. But, hey, man, work crazier things happen in life. But, seriously, people will continue to tell you that you can't, that you won't. You ain't got it. You're not great. Fuck them. Actually, listen to them. Listen to every word they say. Make sure those words burn into your soul. Don't let those words stop you from getting to where you need to go. Fuck them. Like, you know what, man? Fuck that, man. Today, I'm going to go extra hard today. Today, I'm going to be a little bit better today. today yo, every day, just like Therese Maxey is doing, get 1% better. Each fucking day, you get 1% better than you were yesterday better than you were the day before better than you were the um tuesday of fucking last week one percent better each fucking day it might sound stupid because once you get to 100 days that's 100 percent. but who's who's ever at 100 percent? so don't stop what you're doing stop listening to the noise because that's all it is, is noise. So put on some no noise-canceling headphones and get the fuck on moving forward, baby. Unless you have Apple headphones, which when the noise-canceling starts to fuck up, you get a big-ass humming sound. Yeah, I know. 
trust me, that's what I'm dealing with right now. But I really, I'm really, hey, you may not see it. You might not hear this. You might not understand it. But you might, you might just need to hear this shit. I'm fucking proud of you. I'm happy for you. I hope you fucking succeed in whatever fuck you need to do to get through this damn thing called life. And I hope that the noise does not stop you from getting forward. I hope that that noise actually propels you to go forward. I hope that you take that noise and you turn that some bitch sideways and you stick it up. Those haters candy asses. Who said it? If you can tell me who said it, I will give you nothing. I'll just tell you you're the awesome and fit pound your fist. Yeah. Woo. Okay. All right. So that's my Andrew Cruz uh, advice of the day. <laughs> All right. So y'all see the, 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 um, y'all see the title of the show. Natives are taking over. And as they should. As they motherfucking should. Damn it. That's how I feel about it. This is great. And I'm talking about actual Native Americans. Or, yeah, Natives. I'm going to say Natives. I will never call them Indians. Because Indians, and because of a dumb fuck from... uh, I'm sorry. Alright, I'm going to preface this real quick. I am from an Italian fraternity. Okay? I'm part of an Italian fraternity. I know, I'm not going to say no racist shit, but we all know what Christopher Columbus came from, right? Okay, cool. So, some dumb fuck from Italy thought that he made it to India by going the long way around Africa. This meant he went the long way around Africa, okay? He thought that he was going along. He just was got lost. That's all that happened to Christopher Columbus. He got lost. He did not find America, which is why it's called America and not Columbia. Fucking yo, I'm I'm still dumbfounded. Okay, let me go real quick. I know, I understand. I'm still dumbfounded by the fact that Christopher Columbus is still celebrated for finding America. I learned about him finding America. I didn't learn about Americos Vespucci. I probably fucked that name up, but he was Italian. He's a great Italian, I think. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know his story because we always hear the other fucker story. Um, but America, Americo Vespucci is the one that actually mapped out America, the New World, which is why America is called America. What history lesson of the fucking day? Christopher Columbus never found America, and Christopher Columbus is a piece of shit. I hope he's burning in fucking hell. I hope hell is ice cold and also hot all at the same fucking time. I really do. I I really dislike that fuck. And I, you know, I've been have. I think I've been having a ghost follow me around too. Might be might be Christopher Columbus because I'm talking about Native Americans and I'm actually watching Native American content. And you know what? Guess what? Hey, 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 Christopher Columbus you that's how i feel about it i know it was 1492 columbus sailed the ocean blue I, that's the only way i can remember that shit it's a good rhyme i ain't gonna lie that's actually a fire ass. hey listen listen that's a fire ass line 
All right, that's a fire-ass rhyme. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, you know, it, fire. I ain't going to lie. 1492. That's bars right there. That's that's 1492 bars. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do. That That's how the 90s kids did it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think the 80s kids did it. And I also don't think the 70s motherfuckers did it. I'm saying bars, those bars came from us 90s to early 2000 kids. Mostly because we weren't the smartest. Okay? Let's just, you know, we, we that's just the way we, how we learn. In rhymes. All right? Fuck you. All right? Cool. What was it? PEMDAS, uh... Oh, shit. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Where do you think that came from? The 90s. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Bars. Okay, I feel like that's the not that's some 90s shit. Bars. All right? That's all I want put out there. I'm not talking about, you know, you know the bars that some of you probably think I'm talking about. I'm talking about bars and rap bars. Just making sure everybody understands. Not Kit Kat bars. Not Crunch bars. Not those other was Zanny bars. Not those. Talking about bars as in rap. Just making sure that is that that there is a clear distinction between what the fuck I'm talking about. Between all right, cool. But as you guys can see, that there is a native takeover in in TV as of late. I wish I started watching this show a year ago. I'm gonna talk about Prey after this. I started watching Reservation Dogs. Let me tell you guys something. It's about four kid, yeah, four kids, um, that are really just stealing and willing their way to try to get to California from a reservation in Oklahoma, and it's just really a like just everyday shit on a fucking reservation. Literally, that it's literally what the show is about. Um, what I like about this show is that it's funny. It's a, it's a funny show, but you start to learn. But you're learning more about actual modern day native culture. Like some everybody, I think everybody kind of sees native culture as in dances with wolves type shit. Or fucking, um, you know, Butch's Sundance and fucking uh, Tonto and all that. Like I think that's why, that's where people kind of get mixed up a little bit. You know, I think who actually had a really good modern distinction of native culture was Banshee. To tell you the truth, I think Banshee had a really good um, showing for the natives. But this show right here gives us a whole different look on the whole culture. You know, and I really, really appreciate watching that type of show. I really do. I appreciate all of that. I think that we, as, as Americans, as, you know, people, especially, that's my culture too. I'm, you know, I'm part Cherokee. I know everybody's like, well, everybody's part Cherokee. Uh, whatever. We were part Cherokee. From my family's originally, if we go all the way back to my ancestors, we were all the way from fucking North Carolina. So fuck you. All right. So there you go. Might be Cherokee. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think that's Cherokee. Whatever. It is. Fuck it. That's what I've been told all my life. If you saw my grandmother, if, no, I'm sorry. If you saw my great grandmother, you would say, oh, wow that's that's a native american because that's exactly what she looks like a native american and also there's pictures of her uh riding around so you can go eat something so but i like i said this is a great insight into the modern day culture of it you know you got 
you know, you got these kids that they're listening to rap music, you know, they, they're dead. Like one of them, their dad is like a hip hop artist who sucks. But, you know, and you got these two uh, little people that, that actually got some bars, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yo, actually bump that. You know who's got a good modern day native look to? Yellowstone. I forgot about, I don't know why, like as soon as I started thinking about the rap, yo, Yellowstone actually goes hard to paint for natives too. Especially modern day natives where they became bit, where some of them have become really big business people in fucking like casinos and everything like that. I know you guys, just, whatever, you know, I didn't see anything wrong with the Cleveland one because Cleveland is also, isn't Cleveland a native name? If I remember correctly, like that Ohio is a native and Ohio is a native, like, like that was a tribe. If I, I might be wrong, I might be wrong. Or it was like a territory. I know there was territories that they had before, you know, the, uh, uh, pale faces decided to come, um, and fuck shit up. But like I said, reservation dogs. Oh my gosh, man. Just everything about it is, is so good, man. Um, to tell you the truth, nobody's really, nobody is really like, you know, noticeable. Like it's not a very known cast. Like, and that's what actually, that's actually worked in their favor to me. Like, always sunny. With this is what F, you know what FX does this a lot with, um, especially with their comedies. They have an ensemble cast, but the ensemble cast is people that you don't know. Like, go watch What We Do in the Shadows. I think Matt, Matt Barry might be the only one. That's because of voiceover work. Everyone else on this show is really unknown. Um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the first season, first eight episodes, I think it's first eight, maybe ten episodes, Danny DeVito never shows up. Like, his character shows up in season, uh, in literally season two. Like, they kept telling us about, oh, well, Danny DeVito's part of the show, but they introduced us to these lesser-known actors, you know, and with Reservation Dogs, boom, they really went, got nothing but native kids, like, well, the most of, I think they were there in 18, 19, 20, I think is the eldest, I think the, uh, um, fuck, Laura, I think Laura's character, uh, the actress, I think she is 20, or in that, in that range, like, you, you, we already know, right, they, they always age up the kids on these shows, but, Okay, Reservation Dogs, what's good about it is that they have nothing but native actors. Like, all these kids are, that's who they are. You know, this is their culture. You know, this is what they live. This is what they, they've learned from their ancestors. Not learned from, I mean, learned from their elders. You know, this is a big thing. And you can see that it embodies them. And it also has a heavy subject matter, of course. Um, that really hasn't really been touched, but we get snippets of why it's heavy and what happened and where we got to, you know, the unceremoniously, you know, thing that happened in the show. I don't want to spoil anything for it, but Reservation Dogs, man, like I said, fantastic show. Great show. I enjoy it. Uh, season two is out, is going on right now on, uh, well, on Hulu. I, I watch all this shit on Hulu. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, what we do in the shadows, I watch that shit on Hulu all the fucking time. What I like about FX, too, I think, it, no, because it's not FXX. Because I remember they tried to do FXX. I think they still have it. 
where they were like that was like the uncensored one but now i think fx is just just said fuck it we don't care it's cable tv you paid for this shit you don't get this shit so I, I like i said man reservation dogs um first season i think it's like eight episodes i think i'm in episode two of season two right now i, I don't think the third one has came out yet unless it's supposed to come out uh either on when it might come out on wednesday because i know um what we do in the shadows is going on right now but fx does a great job with these type of shows you know lesser known people in a comedy ensemble i i i enjoy it i enjoy it very much um yes reservation dogs normally on fx also on your hulu go check it out baby okay next now we're talking about the big butt the big booty pray a prequel all the way 300 years prequel of the predator series now the greatest predator movie that i ever watched was the first one the second one is you know close is a very close second i think people keep um trying to add alien versus predator which was fine which was fine. I will say the absolute dog shit fucking Predator of all the Predator movies. The absolute dog shit one to me was Predators with Adrian Brody doing a, like one of those action movie voices. He was trying to do that. Oh, no, man. We got to do. Like, it was the worst fucking movie. And I, I can tell you the premise. It's a bunch, it was eight people that were, that pretty much getting fed to the predators on a planet. They were on a separate planet. Sorry. They were on a separate planet and they were getting hunted by the predators. And Adrian Brody is literally the worst person they could have used as the lead, as the guy that's supposed to be able to kill these motherfuckers. He was the worst out of all of them. I'm sorry. That one was the worst. Alien vs. Predator was pretty good. It was pretty good. But the original one stands the test of time. You put all the bodybuilders, all the wrestlers, all the big football players at that time. What the fuck? What is that? I don't know. Hopefully it's not what I think it is. But... You put all these people in one movie. You got Arnold Schwarzenegger. You got Jeff C. The Body Ventura. You got Carl Weathers. You got some other people that whose names I can't remember. But you got all them big motherfuckers. You know, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. They like, come on now. That's that's the way we gotta do it. You know, is if you're gonna do if you're gonna do a big, you do a big. You want a big action movie? You, Arnold, Arnold at that time. This is the '80s. Arnold or Sylvester Stallone or John claude Van Damme. Like, you, those three. Well, yeah, John claude was probably more of, like, the, the blood sport martial arts movie type motherfucker. But y'all know what I'm saying, right? So, that's what we are at with the Predators. Prey? Holy fuck. I'm going to say, and this is, this is just maybe it's recency bias, and maybe I just need to go rewatch the original Predator. But Prey was fucking fire. I'm just saying that motherfucker right there 
was some fire motherfucking flames, baby. That was an amazing, amazing movie. What is going on here? That was a great movie for everyone to watch. I it, it, it delved into early Native American culture. You had a Native American lead who was Amber Midthunder, who was on Legion, by the way. And if you want to see some badassery, season two till whenever the fucker, the whenever the show ended, um, she showed out, baby. She showed the fuck out. Okay, she showed y'all that hey, I'm a badass. And then now we go to pray. Holy mother goose, baby. Oh, what? That motherfucking shit was amazing. I enjoyed every second of it. I wasn't even supposed to watch the whole John, and I said, fuck it, I'm watching this whole thing, yo, because this shit's too good. Um, What's great about most Predator movies, though, is that Predator doesn't show up for, like, at least 30 minutes. You got at least a 30-minute time where you learn about the characters, where you, like, all right, maybe some random shit might happen here and there, but you don't know it's Predator yet. But, you know, now we kind of kind of got used to you fuckers, and now we know what you try, guys are trying to do. I think the only time that it, Predator really showed up within, like, the first, like, 15 to 30 minutes was Alien versus... No, I don't even think they showed up then. I think Alien showed up before anything. So, Predators... Like, we get a little bit of, like, all right, well, these niggas that... These motherfuckers is about to get hunted by this motherfucker that uh, has clearly um, anger issues or just, you know, bored of shit on whatever planet they came from, and they're like, man, you know what, we're bored, uh, let's try to find some, uh, let's go to Earth, wait, what, we're going to Earth, yeah, they don't have any technology or anything, but, you know, they, I hear they're pretty good hunters, um, you know, we're just gonna go fuck them up, <laughs> okay, all right, they're still intelligent beings, okay, cool, I think this movie was very well done, I think that she can lead a great move it, like we just found out you know that you can cast people of the culture and it'll be a great fucking movie it's not a woke thing it's a it's a comfortability thing for real in my opinion i think that that's cool that you know there is a connection between hispanics and native americans there is a connection but there's a difference when you're actually casting people that have lived on the reservations, that have lived the everyday life and learned from elders and all right. There's a difference. There's authenticity to that. Just like you can't, you, I can't be a black man and become a slave master. I can't do that. That's not in my, that's not ingrained in me. Sorry, I know it sounds bad, but I can't be that because that's not part of my culture. It, it, it's not. If you want to learn, you want to know the history lesson, please come to me, motherfucker, because the Jews were actually paid to build the fucking pyramids, even though it was aliens that fucking did it. Whoa! Aliens built pyramids. Sorry. But by the way, history has actually been rewritten again. By the way, just in case. The Jewish people that y'all keep trying to say were slaves back in those days were actually paid. And it's very much well documented. You're welcome. I, if you want some sources, come to me, bitch. So, 
when they tried to tell us that we were slave masters. You are fucking stupid. Um, so, next. <laughs> so, oh, I'm talking about Prey. My bad. So, Prey. It's a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. Um, great action, great, just, it, like, the cat and, like, y'all know me, I love cat and mouse shit, but this is, like, literally fucking, like, mountain lion versus a fucking pinky. That is literally what predator versus, you know, 300 year old, 300 years in the past, Native Americans with sticks and stones as weapons, and just gotta use your smarts to outwit whatever the fuck, like, you can be technology, it shows you that technology can actually hamper you, it shows you that, you know, it actually might take a little bit of smarts to get this shit done, but I, I definitely want you guys to definitely check this shit out, hopefully, I'm, well, I ain't really spoiling anything, fuck off, um, but definitely go check out, it's Prey, it's on youth, it's on Hulu, I think it should have been in theaters, uh, that movie right there should have been in theaters, period, end of story, that should have been a theater movie, that, that shouldn't have been free for me, but it was, so I appreciate that. Um, but that was definitely a theater movie. Uh, like people were saying that Maverick is a theater movie. That was a theater movie. I, I, I like I will watch that again on a bigger TV, not in the theater. I I I, I already watched it once. I won't pay twice. But <laughs> no, I'll play. I I I definitely enjoy. I like. I would definitely tell you guys, man. If shit was trash, that shit was fucking amazing. Actually, that's probably the best Predator movie of all time. Best one. Best one in the franchise. It's, that's all I can put out there. I think it's, I, I truly think it's the best one in the franchise. And you can argue with yourself about that. Nah, um, but yeah. Alright, since um, we're going to, like, you know, distant lands and distant going back into the past, let's talk about Woodstock 99. Now, was a kid when Woodstock 99 was going on. I was a 9, 10 year old um, impressionable child. Um, actually, damn, I was 10 years old when Woodstock 99 was happening. I remember because I used to watch MTV all the time. Yes, I used to watch the Backstreet Boys and the fucking in in sync, and I knew all the dances. Okay, just give me one more time. I okay just you know i used to do the dance i fuck off okay fuck you also i listened to limb biscuit okay i did i used to listen to limb biscuit all right i i, I did it all for the noogie come on the noogie come on to, to get the cookie and stick it up your ass stick it up your ass yeah yeah you're welcome welcome to the 90s all right now that you guys are in the 90s mindset i lied about everything i told you guys and um, there we go. But <laughs> Woodstock 99 documentary. Yo, to me, I know Michael Lang passed away a couple months ago. Understandable. Uh, rest in peace to him. But I think everybody that ran Woodstock 99 was very, even to this day, and that was 20... was that about that's about 20 years ago right about 23 years ago 23 years later i think all these people that at least were running it at the top of the food chain they were still delusional about the success of it because it never happened again i think they were delusional 
to a point to where how bad things actually went with Woodstock 99. I think it was a complete delusion. I think that everyone and the rest of the staff that was not a part, that were not, you know, part of the decision makings and things like that, they, they showed you that these people were still delusional because one person would tell another, would tell one story and then the other would see that that's complete bullshit. That's bullshit. You know, and you believe the person that's saying that's complete bullshit because you can just see their emotion. That's what's great about some of these docs. I know they want to like make it. I know there's a, like supposed to be a agenda to all the docs and things like that. But to me, this shows you how delusional motherfuckers can actually be, yo, and how oblivious to fact that some people can be. I'm sitting here watching it, and I'm just like, yo. Like, yeah, girls' titties are out and dudes' dicks are out and things like that. And you don't think sexual assaults are not going on then? It's 99. You got a bunch of kids that are drunk, high, and naked. You think some unwanted advantages aren't happening? It's happening on live TV. I remember it because it was pay-per-view. I didn't pay for it. And I, 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 I just remember it going on. And MTV always was there every day. MTV was there every day, right? And they had, you know, they would put on the, the, the shit and everything. They would put on, like, the shows for MTV. And, like, they would show a few few shows and things like that. And then I also remember when they were talking about the pay-per-view aspect of it. Like, all right, yeah, man, this is the uncut version. This is almost like Girls Going Wild. Like, they, they were, this were infomercials for Woodstock 99. I remember this as a kid because it used to show pop up on MTV. All the, and MTV had the fucking shows back in the day too. So fuck off. Like Daria and, you know, Road Rules and, you know, uh, Real World and stuff. You know, it, MTV had some good... Hey, all right, just go, before I go back. Does anybody remember... It's going to sound crazy. Does anybody remember MTV having at least one season of a Spider-Man show... That Neil Patrick Harris voiced Peter Parker in. Please leave a link. Please leave a comment. I would love for people to to answer that for me. Does anybody remember that Spider Man? And why the fuck can I find it anywhere? Neil Patrick Harris voiced Spider Man, and I know it's not a Mandela effect. And you can all fuck off. I know that Neil Patrick Harris at one point because this is when Tobey Maguire was going, like, this is when the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans were going crazy. There was one, an animated, it was like kind of like a 3D animated show, where it's Neil Patrick Harris as Peter Parker. I know this, because it was on MTV. And then they, I think it went to G4, but I know it started on MTV. I know it did. <coughs> Sorry. I know that I know it. I know it. I know it. So if you guys, if you, if anyone can find it for me, I, I probably can find it in some other ways. But you know, if anyone can find it for me, really, um, just please let me know. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but it seemed like the blue. It, it still seemed like at the even at the end of the doc when they you know heard about all the rapes on the sexual assaults that happened during you know, during Woodstock 99, that 
it was just like it, it felt like it got swept under the rug. It felt like that was the understory of this. It, they only spent five like five minutes on it. You know what I'm saying? And this should have been a reoccurring theme each day. Like like so, it was three episodes. Each episode is each day of Woodstock because weirder shit happened each fucking day of Woodstock '99. And you know, people were like, "Man, this is the toilet looks like shit." Blah blah blah. It's fire. Like this, this should have killed festival scenes. And then I see my friends out and about. Not not on Woodstock. I'm sorry. Not. I have friends that do like they go to like uh what with the EDM shits. You know what I'm saying? I, I the EDM festivals and things like that. And I'm like, these are so well organized. How did you, how did you fuck something, a concept that already happened? Woodstock happened in 69. How do you fuck up that? It was a simple thing. But, you know, they, they were trying to get the most popular acts at the time, which at that, in early, I mean, I'm sorry, in, in 1999, early 2000s, it was heavy rock music like you had Linkin Park you had Korn you had Limp Bizkit you know you had all these people but that's not what Woodstock was about it was a peace love type deal like even if you had some like some R&B acts come out or you had like I think even back in those days they had alternative rock music like, I don't think, uh, I don't think Evanescence and any of them was out yet. I don't think so. I don't think they were out yet. But you went with guys that, like, Rage Against the Machine. Like, we all know what Rage Against the Machine, like, literally, that's part of their fucking name. Um, fucking Limp Biscuit. Like, I did it all for the noogie. Come on, noogie. You know what I'm saying? We had corn. Which still bothers me to this day, but that's a whole different story. Uh, corn is a whole, you know, that, that we know certain people know why corn twist is a problem. Um, also, um, you know, and then you went to Fatboy Slim, you know, which was the kind of the start of EDM. It was like him and Moby, if I remember correctly, it was like him and Moby was doing like EDM shit. And it just felt like this was poorly organized. Not the documentary. The documentary actually was very well done. But it was poorly organized, the, the, the festival. You only really took a year. Which, I know most of them, like Lollapalooza and uh, what's, what's the other one? The Coachella and shit like that. I know they kind of like set up for the year. But... Woodstock is like one of those big ass festivals that I don't think you needed a year for. You needed maybe a couple years to like, yo, we need to lock down what we're gonna do, you know, how we're gonna control drugs getting into this, how we're gonna control this, that, and the third, because that's the only way we're gonna do this right. And so, in my opinion, it was poorly ran, you know, like it was just it, it was just a complete shit show. And to me, they really like dropped the ball on Yo, like, some festivals have this, like, problem with, you know, underground sexual things happening. You know, that, you know, unwanted advantages, I mean, unwanted advances happening during some of these, during some, not all, not all, during some. 
And I felt like you could have really hit the nail on the head with this one. And you only took five minutes? All right. I mean, that, it's just, that was a missed opportunity to me. But Woodstock 99 was a complete shit show. And the documentary definitely shows every, almost every second, almost by the second, they show how much of a shit show that actually was. And this was like the first time you really saw like people walking around with camcorders and things like that. Like, this is how crazy this was. You know, um, like when they say going viral, this shit was fucking abysmal man i i i completely remember i don't remember how bad of a shit show it was i just remember people saying it was and to finally see it it's like fuck yo this shit was wow and then the organizers are still like oblivious to the shit it's not a good look man it's not a good look it just ain't man um it's just it's just not so yeah, that's Woodstock. I thought I'd talk about something a little, little, little. Try not to get too, too heavy with it. You know what I'm saying? But we heavy with it. All right, I got. Um, do I talk about that today? Uh, oh, you know what? I'm gonna save that. All right, I'm gonna save the rest for. Um, today is Tuesday, going into Wednesday. So on Thursday, this is what we're gonna do. Thursday or Friday, one of the fucking. Depending on which day is am I less tired for, probably really. But all right, so I'm gonna talk about. I messed around and watched the rest of uh, season one of Bleach. So I'm gonna talk about that. <laughs> I want to talk about the Sandman because I have thoughts. Um, Harley Quinn, um, happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yo. First of all, I think right now that's the best show on um <clears throat> I think that's the best show right now on HBO Max because what the fuck is going on with Titans? Cuz it's been almost 2 years, right? It's been a year. Uh, it's definitely over a year since Titans season 3. So, what are we doing here? And what's going on? Because I know they have brother blood here. Oh, my boy fucking from, um, from, um, fuck, yo, from Vampire Diaries. He's supposed to be, you know, Brother Blood. What's going on here? And then, um, I got, yo, my brother, my brother Rob, he told me this crazy-ass fan theory from, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, that I cannot wait to get into. I'm almost an hour in, that's why I'm, like, kind of, I'm, and also my computer just is about to fucking just die on me. Oh, my gosh, yo. I'm at the 28%. I think it's because I got so much other shit running. But, and also, like, it's, it will overheat if I start charging, bitch. Yeah, I can feel this shit heating up right now. All right. So, we're the craziest fan theory for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And then there's also going to be a preview for Cruiser Screw because I am talking about the Deshaun Watson situation and also um, previously known, but I guess recently unearthed again. Pete Rose shit um, that I don't know why people are bringing the shit back up now. Now y'all now y'all remember that Pete Rose did some real possible horrifying shit. I mean, allegedly, I'm sorry, allegedly did some horrifying shit. Um, and I definitely want to talk about, I want to touch on that uh, drunkenly. Uh, so that's going to be a preview of Cruz's Screw. I know I put all of these things in the fucking description. I'm very sorry. 
Um, especially on the YouTube. I think I don't, I don't know how to change. Well, I can probably change the YouTube shit. But um, I would like to say thank you guys so much for listening to the Cruising Podcast. I hope you guys go out and watch Prey. I hope you guys go out and watch Reservation Dogs. I hope you guys go out also and watch the fucking uh, Woodstock 99. I also hope that you chase your fucking dreams. And don't let anybody tell you that you don't tell them your dreams. Because that, that makes them want to shoot it down. Woo! J. Cole Bar, bitch. So, um, with that, um, and also, boom, also, learn about some native history and some native fucking culture, cultural thing. It's a very interesting, they're a very interesting bunch, I, I must say. Natives are very interesting. Like, they, it, it's, uh, like, yeah, yeah, I would say they, well, most cultures, I'm sorry, all cultures have their interesting parts. I think, to me, native culture is so fucking interesting. And I, I love to dive. I need to dive more into it. I, I'm de- actually, you know what? That's what I want to do. I'm going to dive more into, na- especially my side of the native native uh, ladder. Because, you know, people ask me about my hair. I'll be like, you know, I'm just black and, uh, na- and Native American. Which one? Cherokee. Bullshit. You ain't no fucking Cherokee. Everybody says Cherokee. I don't know what else to tell you better. So, I would like to say, where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Patreon. Uh, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find your podcast needs, you can find the Cruising Podcast. That's where you can find the latest updates of the show. It's on Instagram at Cruising Podcast. It's on Twitter at Nightsound. Nice. And with that, I like to say, don't do anything I wouldn't do. I love you guys. Catch you guys later. Deuces.